illegal ham interface? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? everybody i am that fat guy jared fatty bates and we are on episode 98 of the legal hand to the face let me bring in my other guys here let me bring in first off let's get my cousin Vinny because i just sprayed his whole computer with stuff <laughs> good morning everybody and then big Bryce here also what up guys what's going on big fella so Not- guys we're at episode 98 uh before we start anything our show is brought to you by Harold Keel and the Lake Erie APA. Please get a hold of Harold Keel if you want to join a pool team, have some fun throughout the week, shoot some beers, shoot some billiards, and hopefully win a couple things. I mean, uh, we got a whole bunch of more tournaments going on right now. Uh, they got singles tournaments, everything else. So uh, James is in here already. What's going on, James? Thank you for watching us. Uh, we okay. do have a special Special announcement about next week. Uh, next week, Bry, I think I sent you the memo. I'm pretty sure I did. I think I sent you a video of the memo. Uh, next week, we're going to have a very, very special guest. Samantha Roberts, meteorologist from 19 Action News, is going to be joining us. And we're going to talk a little bit of sports, probably suburban, because she's a Tennessee girl or a Southern Virginia, but she loves University of Tennessee. And we're going to talk to Bud. Uh, She's going to, she retweets everything from uh, City Dogs and everything. And she has said she would come on our show and have some fun with us. So we really appreciate her time because it's going to, I joked around with her. I was like, I was like, yo, we're just going to talk food. We're going to talk bourbon and all that stuff. She goes, oh, that's perfect. I'm like, see, we're just going to have a blast. So I tried to tell her to quit, you know, tell it to stop snowing because uh, this, this shit's getting kind of ridiculous right now. Let's be honest. It's, it's getting bad. <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to have that for 99. And for our 100th episode, which is in two weeks, Brian, are you going to be here for that episode or are you off that week? Golly. Uh, That's the 12th. Probably, I mean, we'll talk after the show. We might have to uh, make some plans. Um, but yeah, I'll try like hell to be there. Well, I mean, if we got to move the show, we'll move the show. I mean, it's our 100th episode. I, I know. I didn't realize when I told you, I didn't realize it was going to be 100. So, yeah, oh, we'll talk about the show. Today, but we'll we'll figure yeah. it out. We'll we'll figure it out. But for the 100th episode, unless something sports-wise, major sports-wise is happening, you know something? We're dubbing it down. We're just going to have a us show. 
We're going to have a blast with it. Anybody can ask us anything. I'm going to put the link out in the comments if people want to come in and talk with us. You know, we're just we're going to have a blast with it, Bri. And it's just going to be us reminiscing about the 100 episodes, our, all of our favorite stuff that we've done, all the favorite people that we've met along the way. Like Lauren, our first guest, introduced us yeah. to Mama Katina's. You know, everybody right. that we've met along the way that has helped us out or helped us out and, you know, kept us going for 100 episodes. I mean, that's it's pretty awesome. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But other than that, we got some uh, Cavs news to talk about today. The Guardians suck. Uh, we'll get into that, too. And then we had the uh, reaction from the Deshaun Watson presser. I wanted to get your reaction because I was on Voice of the Land on Sunday as a guest host. So I kind of gave my reaction, but I kind of wanted to see what you thought of the press conference with Deshaun Watson and the Haslam's. And then mm-hmm. we're going to get into our top, well, top three is going to be Foo Fighter songs because of uh, the passing of Taylor Hawkins, I think it is his last name, uh, the drummer for Foo Fighters. So that, and then we're going to get into Girl Scout cookies for Fat Boy Tuesday. So can't wait. Can't wait for that because, uh, Brian, I know this is Big Brian's big take, and we'll get it right, you know, towards the end of the show. But Fatty's got a big take about Girl Scout cookies, and I, I, I think, I think you're going to understand why. Okay, no, 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 it's it's a good take, but okay, I was about to say, if you're going to say they're overrated, you're wrong. No, 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 changes need to be made. Let's just leave it wow. at that. Changes need to be made. All right, so guys, let's get into our show. Let's get into our uh, shout-outs right out of the gate. Uh, Like I said, we got a special guest, so I want to shout her out. Uh, Samantha Roberts joining us. Thank her for her time for next week. I got a shout-out, Kevon, for let me sit next to him at the Voice of Lamb pod. We went live Sunday, so if you guys want to check it out, go on uh, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter at the Voice of Lamb podcast. Had a blast with those guys. And other than that, it's been kind of my week. Like it's just been kind of low key, bud. What about you, big guy? Uh, well, I guess I'll shout out. Um, you know, it's been tough these last couple of weeks being a Browns fan. So I thought I'd feel good about myself, feel good about the Browns, celebrate them a little bit. So that's why I got my Eric Metcalf jersey on today, and I'm drinking me a uh, a Joe Thomas beer. Oh, so this, nice. This is the first time I've ever had it, and it's it's really damn good. Um, it's a Kolsch, I guess, which I've never had one of those before, but it kind of starts out a little sweet, and then it has kind of like a mild IPA uh, finish. So it's not bad. I'll definitely for sure get it again. I got it in a place down the road. I don't know if it's really a seasonal beer that they just come out with in the fall, but um, this place has everything, so it's probably been sitting there for three, four months, and I didn't know it, but it's still good. So, yeah, I, I just I figured we'd celebrate the good things, the good players in the past, um, because it's been a, a tough couple of weeks here for us. So that would be my first shout out. My second, my second and third are both uh, food shout outs. And let me shout out on on Sunday we got a uh, Ohio Pie Pizza up in Brunswick, and I think it's in Rocky River now. So you don't have an excuse not to try it. So that, go try you know, it up there. Rocky it's not too River far. Is like right next to me. Like you act like what it's like twenty minutes away. I got kids, man. It's not like I can just pick up and go to Ohio. Here we go, Vinny. Here we go, Vinny. Uh-huh. The first I got kids uh, excuse. Take a drink. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's see. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Married, no kids. Married, older kids. You guys can do whatever you want. 
married, younger <laughs> kid. I Take them for a ride. Kid. They'll love it. They're like Have kids are like dogs, aren't they? Kids? I don't know. Your your two boys are about the same age as Ashlyn, a little yeah. younger, but not much. Ashlyn, who behaves at my little two. Do you know what happens with my little two when we go out? Wrestling matches and I always in the grocery store. Well, I would assume that we would probably end up going together, you and I or something. Yeah, all right, we'll bring the kids. So if you take one and I take Never mind. one, no excuse. If there's, if there's anything like you, you tell them, hey, boys, you behave, and we're going to go get some great pizza. They'll yeah, behave like it. work for me. Exactly. got to behave today. Behave and you get yourself some pizza. It works for you, right? Oh, uh, so, 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 yeah, Ohio Pie, try it out. And um, the other one is... Uh, Dots pretzels. Have you guys ever had Dots pretzels before? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. They are fantastic. They're expensive. Don't get me wrong. They're like six or seven bucks for a bag. They're, but um, first reason, I don't know. I don't do expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 I have a wife and kids, Bry. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go to there we go. Thank you. Way to play along. Well done. But man, I mean, I've had them all. They got original. They got. Southwest, and they got honey mustard, and one is better than the other. So, yeah, I know it's a tough pill to swallow to pay that much for a snack, but uh, give it a try. They're really good. Well, at least you got the kids' part too. What are you going to do <laughs> next time something comes up like that? Like I got a dog. I got do a that dog, kind of man. Stuff. I got two dogs this week. My brother's away on vacation. There you go. See, we all got excuses. <laughs> <laughs> that it for shout outs for you there, big fellow. Mm-hmm. I write mid Drake. I love it when I catch you like that. Uh, Vinny, what about you, bud? Um, I'll, I'll do two shout outs. Uh, first one out to uh, Merriam Webster's Dictionary. Uh, thank you very much. No, we don't get anything for saying their name or anything like that. It's just something fun that I like to do because uh, words are exciting sometimes. I wish I knew more. Um, and second shout out actually is to you, fat guy. Oh boy! So I uh, appreciate the uh, the banners and everything that you released there for uh, Big Brian. I yes, uh, last week. Oh, the video clips. So the video clips and stuff. I absolutely <laughs> love them. So uh, big shout out to you. Thank you. Uh, not a problem. Well, it took me forever to do it, so it's not a problem. I love it. You know, especially with the uh, Joker face. I could. I looked at all the pictures. I'm like, this is the only picture that works for my cousin videos of the day. This yeah. is it, right? Hands down, right here. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it, I mean it, it was one of those ones like you know I had the kids even coming out like dad what are you doing I'm like dad's working yeah I work on my other job get out of here like come on I'm like actually it was more like kids can you help me cut and paste this like how how do you do this dad doesn't know what button is that yeah. is that is that the right button so that's kind Oops. of what it was but yeah thank you bud oh yeah all right well oh. uh we will get into First off, I think it's your turn for trivia, isn't it there, big fella? It is. Yep. All right. Vinny, you want to click on that? uh... Let's do trivia. (laughs) 
and we're having discussion here behind the scenes of shout out each other, Always. trying to figure out what we did to deserve a shout out because sometimes it cannot be good sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, that note, our trivia is brought to you by Papa V and Curb Appeal Landscaping. Get a hold of Papa V at Curb Appeal 419.com. All right, Bri. What do you got All for right. me? So, I actually made this, uh, or came up with this trivia a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and um, it has since changed. Um, but originally, the trivia was um, there are, of the 10 uh, career quarterbacks who have passed for the most passing yards in their career, um, two of them are active. Now, because Tom Brady came back, three of them are active. So I just gave you one. So give me the other two in the top ten uh, of active quarterbacks and career passing yards. Okay. I think cool. I got it. Okay. Cool. One's one's pretty easy. One might be a little tricky. I think I got it. Oh, okay. no. I forgot about the other guy. All right. It might be interesting. I got one for sure. Yep. Okay. okay. All right, Vinny. Yes, sir. While we click the other sounder. All right, let's do it. All it's, right. He's over here complaining because it's a long sounder. Your <laughs> face is on the screen more sounder. now. You should be happy. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, right. so, you, know, you sit there, you're like, I don't have a sounder. All I got is a picture of two pigs in a pig pen. <laughs> look what I do. And now it's too much. There it is. I know. I did that earlier. Now this is too much, Bri. Some people you can't please. I, I no. guess not. I mean, I guess not. It's hard. It's hard being <laughs> over here. Well, Kids see, and everything. You know, that gives me enough time to make sure that everything is set so that it works for the first time every time. Well, we're about if to, I, can't get I it hope done, it's muted right now. I, I hope that volume is down <laughs> and muted right now. And you just look like a jackass. I, I didn't play it. So <laughs> Wait All for right, it. Here we go. Ostensible. Ostensible. I got it. <laughs> Ostensible. Ostensible. You want the spelling? Nah, all right. All righty. Sounds like one of those things as a kid that you had with the uh, color pencils and yes. you got to draw a the circles. Pad. Like you just sit there, you go like circles, like they had like little ridges around them where you can start making different shapes and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, right? Is that what yeah. it is? That, that, sure. that might be one of our answers. Okay. Who knows? All right. Let's see here. Ostensible A. Uh, place or system in which something continues to survive. B, deceptive, attraction, or allure. Uh, C, reduce drastically, especially in number. Or D, said to be true, but very possibly not true. Okay. So that's what we have. All right. Gotcha. I don't know about that. All right. Tough one. 
Yeah, it's not fun. I don't like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that one. All right, Brad. <clears throat> Let's start getting into the show. Uh, first, I didn't even put the uh, the Cavs banner up there for, or not the Cavs, the Indians banner. Uh, the Indians, jeez, I don't Guardians? know what's or the Guardians. I'm sorry, it's not open Guardians. day yet. I gotta get used to this. Say the Guardians or the Indians. Uh, I guess they lost yesterday. Like, was it nineteen to five or whatever? Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, they got all they got is Jose Ramirez and Fran Bill Reyes when he's not striking out. Like, that is the Guardians team for this year coming up. Like, it's not looking good, Brian. <laughs> what happened to everybody else? Uh, they either got hurt or we traded them or released them. More money. And then the oh, other thing the other thing that uh, Kev brought up on, uh, well, actually, it was his wife brought up on their show, was you just paid Brian Shaw $3 million, but somebody signed Jock Peterson for six. Like, you couldn't come up with $3 more million dollars to actually get a good player? Nope. Not us. <laughs> we need a coke machine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this team anymore. I understand that they're just, it's just, what is going on? Like, it, we don't even have an outfield, Bri. Like, we have one person in the outfield. Everybody else is a question mark. <laughs> that's my guy, though. We brought back Shaw. I, I've well, been I a supporter of him for a long time. I, I mean, I thought... People were way too hard on him when he was here before. I don't know if he has anything left in the tank, but I couldn't believe that they brought him back. Um, But, man, I mean, to be honest, the Guardians, Indians, whatever you want to call them, they're just not even on my radar yet. Um, It should be nice for them coming back, but I I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I should start looking into them more, but. I mean, I, I hear nothing, absolutely nothing about them. And watching the news, watching Sports Center, you don't hear anything about baseball. It's just, it's crazy how there's just nothing out there. So, which is probably good for them because what's Wait, their payroll? The $35 million or $38 million, or maybe with Shaw now it's up over 40, but you have one player, single players making more than the entire team. So it's 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 not good. Um yeah, I, I don't know why why the Dolans continue to put us through this. Sell a damn team. If you can't field a legit team, sell it. Like I I just sit there and I'm like and all these kids are young. I know they're gonna be young coming up and you know you get a good young group. But like you're just I right now you're just pissing away the best years of Jose Ramirez is what you're doing. Well, I mean, you're pissing, away, you're pissing away the best years of Shane Bieber. You're pissing away the best years of the, all this young, young, hot pitching, starting pitching you got by not having any offense, like, at all. Like, when you get beat the time, five, like, come on. I, I started hearing rumors about Jose Ramirez being traded. The first time I've ever heard that. Um, yeah. yeah, so that'll tell you where we're at and where the expectations should be. We're already talking about trading him. I mean, we just traded Lindor a couple of years ago, and if we trade him, yeah, we got Bieber, and and, and what else do we have? I mean, please, Zach, maybe it's not good. I don't even want to talk about it until they start doing opening day. How about that? We got enough right. crap to talk about on this show. It'll be you know, here before we know it. A couple weeks. 
still. Let's get into the actual team that's getting ready to go into the playoffs. Uh, your Cleveland Cavaliers. I uh, named the show The Cavs Lip Again. So there was that one because uh, they won last night, but at a cost. Uh, Evan Mobley is out with a high ankle sprain. Uh, don't know the timetable. At least the x-rays came back negative. So the injury bug has finally caught up with the Cavs. And, you know, something I was kind of hoping that they might get in a uh, seven-game series and just have fun. Now I'm just hoping they get healthy. I mean, they're going to be – they're guaranteed in the play in the game, right? They're over 500. That? Yeah, I think so. So <laughs> we're over 500 for the first time in LeBron era. Think about that. LeBron not on this team, first time over 500. Like, right. it, it's just, but the team played so good, but at some point in time, you had to figure the injuries were going to catch up with them. I mean, first you had Rubio, Sexton go down, and they found something together. And then little by little, just pieces kept getting hurt. And not hurt horrible, but just you had to piece in place here, piece into place here, piece into place here. And mm-hmm. when Jared Allen went out, we knew it was going to be a struggle. But now with Evan Mobley out, and Garland's still banged up. It's going to be, I don't expect much, but I think that might have been the uh, fatal blow of your Cleveland Cavaliers right now, especially, yes, they're going to be in a play game. They're going to be in the playoffs. I don't see much after that, Brian. I think the injuries finally just caught up with them. Right. I think, uh, I think we've had to adjust our expectations for the Cavs a couple different times this year. Um, you know, we got excited. You know, <clears throat> Colin Sexton went down, and they seemingly took off, and Rubio was playing great. Then he went down. We got Rondo. We kind of kept the boat afloat, and we continued to push on and continue to see progression. And it's, it's like we've almost kind of now hit a wall, and our expectations should drop now because I, I don't expect them to – hopefully they compete. Hopefully, like you said, hopefully they get to a seven-game series, and hopefully they compete in that. But, you know, we were talking just a month ago, six weeks ago, about them winning a first-round game. And after what we saw this past week against – you had your opportunities against the Bulls and the Raptors to kind of, uh, you know, maybe separate yourself a little bit from them get above them, kind of put your foot on their throat a little bit, and you lost both of those big games. So those were those were basically like playoff games to me. And uh, and they just didn't come up. They didn't come through. And, yeah, right now it's like, well, hopefully at this point you just hope that they can get out of the playing tournament. Um, I know we're still only a game back against the Raptors and the Bulls, but – I don't know what the what the uh, tiebreaker is there. So we'll wait and see, but you've had your opportunities to this point. Hopefully you can get healthy, like you said, and maybe catch fire a little bit and beat these teams that you should beat, that you that you are competing for for these uh for these playoff positions. And I know the Bucks and the Sixers and who knows, maybe even Boston and uh and the Heat are probably better than us, but you know we should at least take one of two against the Raptors and the Bulls, in my opinion. Yeah, and you know it, it's just 
I think the thing that hurts the most is we weren't expecting, like we were expecting the team to make a step, but not a step like this. Like they were third, fourth place in the East for the longest time and they were playing great defense. And then that kind of just lacks back. Their defense got a little shaky. They're giving up a lot of points, especially when people finally want to play against the Cavs. Because before, like I, I joked around with a lot of people saying, well, yeah, because people are coming in here thinking it's just the Cavs and they can just kind of just throw the ball out there and just play and win and all that stuff. Well, the Cavs started winning, but it took NBA notice going, okay, this team is actually playing hard and playing good. You know, we might actually have to tighten up our uh, shoelaces here and actually have to play a game instead of rolling the ball down the court. And, you know, oh, forgot to tell you, Brian, while we're on the subject of basketball, um, he's not in here now because he's probably sleeping because he had a rough day today. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jose wanted me to tell you for, and he actually said it about 45 times today, which made me want to head to concrete, uh, Duke. Uh, Duke, 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 Duke. He told you all along. I, he told me all along. I told Jose, I'm like, if you come in and start spewing that stuff on my show, guess what you get? Blocked, 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 blocked. We'll get to March Madness after this. But, yeah, it was just the Cavs. I'm sorry to throw a curveball like that. I had to, I just remembered it. I wanted to get it out because he misses you horribly, bud. He's – I know he does. He goes, he goes, oh, tell the big fella when you see him. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell the big fella. Um, but yeah, like we were hoping that the Cavs would actually kind of sustain this course and actually, because playoff basketball is different than regular season basketball. And I was hoping that they would actually get a seven game series with somebody and, you know, go from there. Oh boy, there it is. I knew as soon he's like Beetlejuice. When you you, say you his name, it out there. When you say his name three times, he just kind of pops up just out of nowhere. Gary, I have no clue. Probably me. <laughs> it's probably me. He's doing, uh, but you know, know. Jared, 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 Garrett. Gotcha. I mean, it's it's hey, my name's been let's see here. JR, I don't even have well, yeah, Jared. I've let's see here. JR, Fatty, Jarrett. Uh, what was the other one? He called me Jarrett for like two years. I've heard plenty of people call you asshole. Well, I mean, hey, go figure that one. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming, Brian. <laughs> I mean, you put it on the tee, I'll knock it out there if you're going for that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I was kind of hoping that the Cavs would get in the seven-game series and actually have some fun with it. Like, it, it just – I don't think it's going to come to fruition, Brian. I really don't because they got some tough teams down there at the bottom, and now that New York lifted their mandates – you know, Kyrie gets to play basketball again, so just eh, yeah. eh. <laughs> I can't remember when it was. Um, has it been since our last show that they lost to the Lakers? When did they lose to the Lakers? When did they? Yeah. Was it last week at the end of last week? or It was last week sometime, I'm pretty sure, because that's, they were caught up in just watching the LeBron show. Right, right. And, and I guess you'll have that with a young team. And I've said for a while that the thing that concerns me the most is with the Cavs is when you play a superstar, 
and he starts to take over, can you weather that storm? And can you kind of offset that and create your own runs to kind of combat that? And, and to this point, I don't think the Cavs are able to do that. You know, if they go against an Embiid or a Harden, a Durant, um, you know, a Giannis, a LeBron, I think those guys take over the game and the Cavs don't have that guy to go to. You have to hope that three or four guys are on at the same time that night to overcome that superstar potential. And that's what the, that's what the NBA is anymore. You know, if you go, if you have one superstar, certainly we know it when we got LeBron back um, in 2015, taking us to four straight finals. When you have that one superstar that can take over a game, you're going to be hard to beat in a seven game series. And so, you know, that's why the Cavs need to hope that they can get like, a Boston or a Chicago in the first round if they want to try to move on. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. They still got a week. They got a really bad week of games left. I guess they got like five games in seven days here coming up. So their stretch of that's not going to be good. And not knowing sure. the actual real injury, everybody's saying it's a high ankle sprain on Mobley. So you know that's at least a few weeks. So that's we'll tough. see what happens with the Cavs. But, uh, mm-hmm. While we transition, now that uh, Jose is actually here, let's transition over to uh, March Madness. All right. Final four. We got Duke. We got the Tar Heels. We got Nova and Kansas. Uh, St. Peter's Peacocks made a great run. Uh, I had to give Juice some crap with that one. Uh, His birthday was not too long ago, which, by the way, uh, shout outs on the other hand. uh, Juice, Kevin Arnold. And Peter Tellup all had birthdays this past week. So it was uh, a uh, saying happy birthday to all those guys. But sure. yeah, so uh, the swan song for Coach K is still going on. Uh, Final four again. And, you know, that's a lot of blue bloods right there in the uh, thick of things there in the final four. So, Brian, do you have a uh, prediction of who's going to be in the national championship? Uh well, hopefully for my sake, it's Kansas and North Carolina because that's the only chance I really have at winning my bracket. And um, I I don't know. I think Duke, yeah, Duke's starting to find their mojo. Um, but everyone said that how could Duke possibly lose their last game in Cameron Indoor Stadium with Coach K and North Carolina did it to them. So, you know, I wouldn't count out the Tar Heels. They're probably one of the hottest teams in – in the country right now. So yeah. that, that's just going to be a lot of fun for sports fans to watch must see TV. And then, I mean, the game leading up to it is Kansas Villanova. So that's not too bad either, but it's just crazy to me that in a season where there was so much uncertainty and certainly I knew nothing leading into the brackets and, and there were guys on first team, all Americans that I've never even heard of before. And it just seems like there was a ton of parody that we get to this point, and like you said, there's just a ton, there's a bunch of blue bloods there, and you know, four, four of the at least three of the top five programs in America, and and Villanova's not too far behind, and you know, I, I think I even saw 0.01 percent or 0.1 percent of a uh, of brackets got the final four correct. So it's just crazy to me that people continue to bet against some of these uh, blue bloods and and. They, they come through in March, time and time again. So I'm going to give you the 
Second comment from Jose. The first one, you're going to laugh your ass off on. Second one was uh, Duke will win it all. North Carolina is going to lose. Even Michael Jordan will be crying. Okay. He's been telling me that. The best basketball player of all time, huh? Let's see here. Sorry, Loveless, but Kansas, Villanova, North Carolina, going home. Okay. But. The first one of that was, again, I had to give Juice some crap with North Carolina's ass, even Michael Jordan. All right. So for you people that do not know, Jose talks to text. So if I'm talking while he is texting, it picks it up and actually comes in. So you got a little bit of a legal (laughs) lamb, a little bit of Jose Cotto with that one. Is that Uh, how that happens? (laughs) (laughs) I never understood. I never knew. Okay. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Justin made my heart cheer. <laughs> UK lost. It made a lot of people cheer when UK uh, lost. I kept sending the uh, the uh, Katy Perry Peacock song to Juice and a whole bunch of other people that I know that are Kentucky fans. I was going to send it to Adam, but I didn't know how he would take it. Oh, well, it's, it's not weird that a that a fifteen seed beat the two seed. So I well, mean, did it happen last year? All too. Did it happen last year? Did a 15 beat a 2 last year? I'm pretty sure they did. Oral Roberts, did they beat somebody? Oh, did they beat Ohio State last year? Yeah. Um, Ohio State. You're State's right. Football. You're right. Yep. You're right. Good call. Right. They, they're not there to play basketball. I'm right. They, they can only afford to pay all their football players. They can't afford to play pay the basketball players too, right? Yeah, well, I guess not. You should teach Michigan that. Those payments end in February. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much sometimes. The door is uh, open. Take it. I know. I know. I teed that one up too. David, thank <laughs> you, Gary. thank you, bud, for the uh, the big one hundred. We're we're really excited about it. I mean, it's you know when we started this, it was you know we joked around about it. We didn't realize how far it would go, and we are here. So we're on the doorsteps. We're kind of excited about it. Uh, let's, I mean, for me personally, I, I, it's like the huge cliche, cliche story of coach K going out on top. I mean, at that point in time, you know, he, he's done after this year, we all know it and just kind of let him run through, but I don't think North Carolina is going to lay down for him. I definitely know that, but like, I would love to see Nova and North Carolina. Cause I think they're the two hottest right now going in and i'd love to see that matchup but you know you really can't complain as long as you get some good basketball the next two you know for the championship and the final four i mean as long as you get good basketball and there's nobody blown out you should have a blast it should be something fun so it'll be competitive games nova's a very interesting team like they play defense they can't really score much but they're one of the best free throw shooting teams of all time. Um, and they just lost one of their best players to an ankle injury, or I think maybe like a torn Achilles or something. So he's done. Yeah, no chance to him playing. So, I don't It's going to be tough for them, but if they can pull it out, I mean, man, it, it's, it's anyone's game at this point, really. It is. Uh, Justin chimed back in and said, did uh, your t- your team figure out how to do a timeout yet? Um, and then, 
30 years ago, Justin. Come on, you got to come up with more recent smack than that. At and least after it was in 2007. And then here's another one. No one learned how to hit other coaches. Thank you. See? Asking you shall receive. Well done, James. <laughs> no, that's what he's he's this here. Did yep. Learned, nope. No, they did not. They learned how to hit another coach. That's what it's supposed to be. Over a timeout, too. Go figure that out. There's something wrong with your it. team of timeouts. It took hey. me a second. I apologize. I don't have my glasses on, so I'm like, you know, sort of half blind. Uh, we're not bringing Appalachian State into this, Justin. We don't need to do that. We're not going to. We're not going to take already a did. I already did. I mean, see, I mean, but timeout is a trigger word for Juwan Howard. You should know that. <laughs> oh boy, we're not. You know, all right, we got to ask a question. That, right little, that little, that little Oral Roberts uh, smash is kind of. Taking off, huh? I guess a lot of state fans don't like that. Well, you know how they are, Bri. I know how they are. All you got to do is sense. That's why I was just a little one. I didn't go all in. I didn't dig all in. Uh, Bri, did you watch the Oscars? (laughs) (laughs) I did not. No. Did you see what happened? I did see what happened. Yep. It it was all, how could you not? It was all over the place. At first, I thought it was staged. I really did. I'm like, oh, that's I, think it, I think it is. I still do. I think it was staged. I don't think it is. When he started cussing there at the end, I don't think it was staged because he was he's one of the best actors in the world. You don't think he can put a performance together like that? The Oscars are a dying brand. They needed something to revive it, and they got everybody talking. It was definitely staged. Chris yeah. Rock leaned in. Where was security? He leaned right. Everybody he thought, what are they going to do? I, well, exactly. Are they going to tackle Will Smith? Well, I don't know like, about tackling Will Smith, but he's holding a hand up and saying, whoa, turn around, go back to your seat kind of thing. They probably thought he was going up for like a fist bump or a hug because it was a good joke. I thought it was funny. <laughs> he thought it was funny because he was laughing. Yeah. Right. I, right. I, 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 yeah, just, I know. And here they all you know. Oscars. The Oscars suck the last couple of years. People are tired of hearing about these multi multi millionaires push their uh, their political takes on the rest of us. So nobody wants to watch it. So they're looking to something to bring it back. So they went with that, and it was entertaining. Kudos to them. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, it caught me off guard. I'm like, did that really just happen? Like, I had to tell my wife about it. She goes, no, it didn't happen. And I showed her the picture. She goes, it was bizarre. Yeah. The reason why I didn't think it was staged, because you sat there, you watched Will Smith laugh his ass off at the joke, and you saw her face with the eye roll, everything else. At that point in time, as soon as I saw her eye roll, I know what happened. When the camera went off, it was a poke to the side going, you're going to let him talk about me like that? Seriously, and then that's what he stood up. <laughs> We're all buried. We know Man, that. I, I, guess I, I guess I have to. <laughs> Jose's but watching probably the because it was Chris Rock. If it was the Rock, there's no way yeah. he's even he's even taking one step towards him. Oh, you know what the Rock would do? He'd do his patented <laughs> spit on his hand. Oh yeah, and then just lay him out. <laughs> he's like, he's a right then and there. Rock, rock water right through right. the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're getting off on everything. I don't care. 
right, Brian, I want to get let's bring Vinny back in for this one because uh, the Browns had their press conference with their new franchise quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I already gave my piece on it on Voice of Land. I just I want to know your reaction to the presser and you know how you felt they did for this press conference because I mean it was a lot of hard questions, a lot of tough questions. I was my whole opinion was is I wish the owners were there. Because it was a, like, you know, we talked about last week, this is one of the biggest trades Cleveland Browns have ever done. And in NFL history mm-hmm. at that. And your owners should have been there. And they were like, well, they're at, you know, owners meetings. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. They got private jets. They can be wherever they want to in a matter of hours. All right. I don't need to hear that shit. They should have been front and center along with the GM and the coach. Because you're the guys are the ones that made this decision to move on from another quarterback to Deshaun Watson. That was my only yeah. take from it. I wish they were there. They did a Zoom press conference afterwards, which was, I guess, okay. But what were your thoughts about the actual press conference that they had? Um, you know, it was the Cleveland Browns press conference to me. Um, everything clearly was very well thought out. You know, nothing was just, oh, yeah, we happened to be at the owners' meeting. We couldn't be there. They knew exactly how it was going to go. Deshaun Watson knew how the press conference was going to go. I'm sure he talked to his lawyers beforehand. He talked to his PR people. And so it was, yeah, like I said, it it was a Browns press conference. You didn't learn a whole lot from it. Um, You know, some people expected him to come out and apologize to all these women and this and that. And I think if you expected that, you just really don't understand the situation because he's fighting these cases. He's not just going to pay these women off and say, go away. He's he's claiming he's innocent. And so it's still an ongoing process. He's not going to come out and say a whole lot. So, you know, it's hard to give him a grade. It's hard to even give him like a pass fail at this point. It was just kind of what he had to do um, because to get it out of the way. Because he hasn't yeah. met with the media in a very long time. He hasn't addressed any of these issues. So he had to come out. He, had, he knew he was going to be asked certain questions. He came out. He pleaded his innocence. He says, I can't get into it. And we all move on. I mean, I don't think you learn a whole lot from that. So um, so that those are my main takeaways from it is, I guess, you know, he didn't fail the press conference because he didn't indict himself. But other than that, I don't really have a whole lot of takeaways from it. The other, the other one takeaway I wanted to bring up to you is when they were talking to Andrew Berry about all this. I mean, it was pretty much, you know, they were sitting there saying November, 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 November. That's when we started turning over the new year after the trade deadline. Also, they were pretty much done with Baker Mayfield at that point in time because if they're looking into trades and everything else. But you still like he was still out there playing hurt for you. Like that's it was just like, okay, so you guys are moving on from him, but he's still out there playing hurt for you. Like what the hell is? It was just it was it was confusing. And then especially like the reports coming out with like Joe Thomas on the Tomahawk show saying that he was offered a thirty million dollar deal and he turned it down because he bet on himself. And mm-hmm. which there's other people that said that deal has never happened. Not naming names. I mean, this is just stuff that we've seen because it's just right now it's hearsay. What's going on? 
but I mean, it really does sound like, you know, the locker room was kind of completely done with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Looking at bringing back OBJ. (laughs) There's talks about it. Like OBJ is open to it. Jarvis is open to coming back. The, the Jarvis release was a cap casualty kind of thing. Jarvis is what money. The Browns are still kind of in a limbo right now. Clowney is rumored to be coming back. OBJ, of course, they're going to say they would welcome help welcome him back if he wanted to come back. All that stuff. So I mean, it's hmm. I, you're going to hear these rumors with the Browns, yeah. especially with the wide receivers, because right now they're doing their due diligence of going through. And plus. OBJ, I don't even know when he's going to play again because he tore his ACL again. So when's he going to play again? He did that during the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, so you got at least six to seven months, so he's not going to be ready till mid-next season, if next season. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have the talks about Will Fuller because him and Deshaun have hooked up and, you know, so, I mean, there's there's a lot of rumblings. There's going to be a lot of rumblings out there, with, especially with wide receivers. Especially, I think they're going to wait. Personally, I think they're going to wait to get Baker's contract and everything off the books if they can do that, and then go from there. But, like, you know, we joke around. Like, everybody keeps saying about, you know, don't be surprised if Baker starts next year for this <laughs> team. While they're on, you guys are freaking delusional. Wow. And the only reason why I say that, Bri, you and I both know. I mean, I'm a child like Baker Mayfield. If I'm scored like that, you actually think I wouldn't even care about the $18 million at that point in time. I would sit my ass down and go, you guys have fun. You guys made this mess. Have fun with it. I'm going to sit here right now. Let Jacoby start. Like, I mean, who who says that he would? Everybody's like, well, it's about the money. He would, Baker's got enough money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if yeah. he, he actually took – if he, if the rumors are true and he did turn down to $30 million, what makes you think he will not sit out a season for $18 million? You guys got to be kidding me. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's talk that uh, I heard somebody say that yeah, he should go back to the Browns. He should start for six or eight games till Watson can come back, improve his trade value, and then get traded to, you know, another place. And you, you clearly don't know the mindset of Baker Mayfield. Why would he want to do that? and give the Browns more in return for trading him. Baker right. Mayfield, at this point, his his best-case scenario is for the Browns to release him, and then he can pick where he wants to go. That, that's Browns, what he's hoping for. And the Browns would be stupid if they released him because you got to at least get something for it. I don't know what you're going to get, but if they just released him and he got to pick where he wanted to go, and if he's still that upset, there's still a team in the AFC North that's still kind of questionable about a quarterback with Trubisky and Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph. And don't think that that storyline wouldn't play out where he would actually sign with that team and come here and kick your ass if he could. Don't think he's that, not petting like that. I I kind of almost hope that that happens because the Baker bros are going to be so up in arms like, oh, He's going to the Steelers. He's going to come back. He's going to kick our butt. You know, we're going to we're going to lose the Baker. He's going to be the greatest. And people are going to be freaking out. So I kind of hope that that happens. But at the same time, I don't want the Browns to release him because if you release him, you're eating all $18 million. And 
At this point, clearly every other team knows that the Browns are not going to have Baker on the roster to start next season. So they're not going to want to give up much. So in my opinion, we might be trending towards a um, Brock Osweiler type situation where the Browns do. We heard this last week, two weeks ago. The Browns do have to give Baker Mayfield and more to another team just to get them to take that $18 million to free it up for your cap. Because at this point, the Browns are up against the cap. And um, and we're still talking about getting Jarvis back, uh, Clowney back, maybe OBJ back. Um, so, you know, they still have aspirations to improve this team. And, you know, to me, Clowney, not necessarily Clowney, but, uh, but OBJ and Jarvis coming back, that tells you that they think the problem with the Browns was Baker Mayfield. I mean, yeah. why would they leave? Why would they want out of Cleveland? And now, oh, by the way, you have a better quarterback. Yeah, I want to come back. I want to finish what I started here. Yeah. I mean, they believe that whether it's right or wrong, you know, they think Baker. And, and it's hard to argue with their line of thinking because you look at their numbers with Baker, and, and it was not impressive at all. So, I don't know. I mean. It's a cutthroat business. The Browns are going to do whatever they can do to be uh, to give them the best chance to succeed next year. They're not going to want to worry about, you know, setting Baker up and doing him right and uh, taking care of him. They're going to do what's what's best for them. So we'll see. It's going to be tough, I, I think, uh, to get a trade partner unless you're giving extra at this point. I think what's going to happen, and I was hoping they would do this earlier than what they're doing it now. But I think some of this stuff with OTAs after the draft, all that kind of stuff, kind of <laughs> goes through the process, and then people teams start to accept, you know, take a look at their roster a little bit more after free agency, after all that, and see what moves they can actually do. And you know, I hate to say that because I think the sooner you can get him off the books and out of here, a lot of news will leave at that point in time. You won't have, well, you know, the Baker this, Baker that, Baker this, Baker that. I think that will kind of just kind of finally start to fade away. Yeah, we've we've made plans for our starting quarterback for next year. We've made plans for our backup quarterback next year. So clearly he is not in any of our plans for 2022. So he will not and he cannot step foot in our building from now through the rest of the season. So, oh. you know, and other teams know that. So, yeah. so – He's, he's not going to do it, whether it's the Browns' call, whether it's his call. He's not going to set foot in the building again. So you, you just hang on to him as long as you can until you absolutely have to release him. Because, like I said, yeah, if we can get that $18 million off the books at all, um, you know, we might have to give up a sixth, seventh-round pick. Might have to give up a letter for somebody to just take that so we can open up that cap space. Or eat some of the money. Eat some of the money, yeah. I mean, even if you eat half the contract, it still opens up eight, nine million dollars. All right, Brian, do you have a big take this week? Sure. All right, Vinny, can you play Big Brian's Big Sounder? Yes, sir.
All right, big fella, what is your big take for this week? My big take is is simple, and it's kind of uh, it's just looking, talking to fellow Browns fans, and and where we're at with our Browns fandom, and we've been through hell the last couple of weeks. It's been tough to stand by your team, but. Now we're starting the rehab process. And I know there's a lot of people that say, you know, we shouldn't move on from from what Deshaun Watson has done. I don't want to not hear about it in a year or a year and a half. We should bring it up every time. But we know we watch sports to be entertained, to root for our team. We don't watch sports because hey, that guy's the best guy that I know. That guy's, you know, morally, he's he's really good. And and he's a great guy. If that was the case, Tim Tebow would still be on the team. I mean, because he's one of the best dudes in professional sports and what he's done. Um, I won't get on my soapbox too much for him, but it's just the reality of it. You know, you don't if you're watching a movie and you find uh, that I think what was the actor's name Robert Blake or something like that that uh, that murdered his wife. If you're watching a movie and you see that he's in the movie. And, oh, that dude's a bad dude. I'm going to shut this movie off. I don't want to watch it anymore. People don't do that. But for some reason in sports, you want your guys to be angels. You want to think that they do everything right, and that's just not the case. So we start our rehab as Browns fans. That's why I'm wearing my Metcalf jersey, drinking the Joe Thomas beer. Um, I'm just I'm trying to talk myself into being okay with being a Browns fan again. Because it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for at least the next year. You're going to hear about this a ton. But um, but we're all in this together. We're all Browns fans, regardless of who plays for the team. Um, it's okay to be a Browns fan. You're not a terrible person if you root for the Browns. And, you know, I personally think that these are going to be some of the best years to be a Browns fan. You know, you're not going to feel crappy about your team week in and week out. I saw something that – uh. They had Deshaun Watson as the fourth best quarterback in the league. Um, and, I mean, just to think that the fourth best quarterback in the league plays for your team is something we can't even comprehend because we'd be happy to have a borderline top 10 guy in most seasons. And so take a deep breath. We obviously acknowledge what he's going through. But as Browns fans, it's okay. It's okay to root for him. Um, it's okay to root for the team. It's not going to be easy at all times, but, uh, but you should feel good about other guys and not let this one guy sour the entire team for you. All right. That is big Bry's big take here on the legal hand of the face. You can find us at ham illegal on Twitter or Facebook and YouTube at illegal ham of the face. If you want to get a hold of us, get a hold of us at illegal ham at gmail.com or message any of us on Facebook or any social media. I think Brian's not on social media, but you get a hold of me oh. on Twitter at I am that fat guy. You get a hold of me also at, at Ham Illegal on uh, Twitter. So uh, let's get into our Fat Boy Tuesday and my take about Girl Scout cookies. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. So it is Girl Scout cookie time, and we all love Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> we all love Girl Scout cookies. But I got a little beef with the Girl Scout cookies. Okay? I walk into Walmart. I can buy 
a regular Oreo or a family size Oreo. Girl Scout cookies, you guys are missing out on a golden opportunity with fat people all around the world that do not want just 15 damn cookies in the tray of cookies that you give them. If you put a family size tag along out there, I am buying it up like you wouldn't believe because after I kill off the one box of cookies that I'm going to kill off in a matter of seconds, like a bear tearing apart a salmon, I want more. And I'm not going to go back for another box. Why can't you just give me one box? That's too much exercise for me to get my chubby ass up. Go to the countertop, get the other box of cookies, and go back and sit down. All right? Give me a family-sized Girl Scout cookie. Pronto. <laughs> I see. Brian loves it. He's already even thinking about it. Because well, I understand what he's saying well, about it. He gets out of the chair. You get the recliner. You're already kicked back. You got the cookie tray right here on your chest. And you're just going like this one at a time. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, you reach down, and that cookie tray is empty, and you're going, shit, I got to get up now. Fifteen cookies later. Fifteen yeah. cookies later. Three Please, that's an five. appetizer. Yeah. So I was confused at first about your take. Your take is that there needs to be more cookies in that sleeve. The box yeah. be bigger. You can have you can For have ten. a normal okay. you oh, can yeah. have a normal box of Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. But then you can sell the family size box of cookies for fat people. Okay. I mean, am I wrong? Is that, is that what it'll say right on there? These are normal size people cookies. These are fat people cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could buy two boxes and just kind of keep them on a, a a table right next to you. If we worked with them, we could say that they're fatty sized. Yeah, you know. okay. Now I'm seeing the <laughs> right there. Listen to him. Brought to you by the size. Yeah, brought to you by the fat guy from Illegal Hand of the Face. Here's your fatty sized Girl Scout cookies. You put your picture on the the box and everything. It won't fit on the box. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. It, it's grown a little bit. That face ain't going on the box. <laughs> you put this face on the box. People are going to be like, what is this? Like seeing Fluffy's face <laughs> up there. Holy <laughs> jeez. It's like trying to put the marshmallow man on oh. there. <laughs> and the criminal chart on the side will just say, you don't want to know. Just eat up, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> is your show value question mark question mark, question mark. <laughs> even, even even with the disclaimer aside please know that you eat more than 15 cookies you might have a problem yeah. <laughs> like Third, six or 30 time will be 30 cookies <laughs> oh. <laughs> almost like the cigarette gums like <laughs> these cookies may cause diabetes uh <laughs> Like three and a half cookies is a serving size. It's like, give me a break. No, no normal person will only eat three and a half. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the normal the person that eats three and a half cookies out of those things oh, is the same hold on, is the same person that will have three and a half cookies and then go to shower and beat themselves because they had three cookies. <laughs> That's the kind of person that is. Either that or go straight yeah. to the treadmill. Yeah. You know what? who that is. What, what am I in the Navy SEALs here that I have that kind of discipline? Give me a break. <laughs> I'm getting a handful. I'm not even counting how many I'm grabbing, and I'm probably going back for a second or third handful. But I eat those so quick 
that the chocolate that's on the cookie doesn't even get on my fingertips. That's how quick it's like bonbons, just one at a time. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. have you ever put them in the freezer? The thin mints. Oh, thin mints like thin mints are trash. Yeah, that's the other oh. thing I want to say. You can get rid of those damn things. I like thin mints. Really? You thin mints. Get out of here! Give me a break. You want me to thin mints? Oh, dosy dos are good. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're not good, but you're telling me they're trash. That makes me think you're not going to eat a thin mint. I won't eat a thin mint. Oh, I'd be, if you had I'd, a box of Girl Scout cookie thin mints, well, you would you them. would you would walk away from them. Yep, I don't even touch away. them. I don't even touch them. Why? I, I swear. Vinny, how can you sit that down? You put put that on the list of the things that Fatty won't eat. <laughs> yeah, right. He'll eat oysters. He'll eat uh, yeah. uncooked fish. Exactly. He'll you eat right. uh, ham hocks. He'll yeah, eat the egg. back side of a rump roast. But he won't eat If my mom or my sister are watching right now, I'm telling you straight up, you want to know why I won't touch the bits? Because somebody in my household when I was growing up, I got one box of tagalongs. They got to get six box of thin bits to my one tag along. I don't touch thin bits. I draw a so, line at thin bits. So you're you've been holding a grudge for thirty five years against thin bits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's wonder like, you're yeah. Baker Mayfield fan. I'm not like I'm not a you know you, okay. Yes, I understand it's chocolate. I'm not a fan of mint. Okay. Huh. Like I'm just not. Like that's that's why I draw like, like, I wouldn't eat chocolate. You know what goes great with chocolate? Peanut butter. Peanut butter everything else goes great with chocolate. Absolutely. You know what doesn't go great with chocolate? Mint. Do I want my breath to smell fresh after I'm done eating it? No. Huh. I don't know. I mean, you're talking to a person that when I do a shot or something, like at the bar, I'll do like the, the peppermint. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I'll do I'll do that for myself. But. Like I, I just I can't I can't in my it's like my little head, that's where I draw like okay, you found the one food I will not touch. Now, hold on. I'm not Kyle. If I have to eat it, I would stomach it down. If I have to eat it, I choose not to eat it. Huh. So Andy's mints, you're out. Yep. Melted chip ice cream out. Yep. Wow. Huh. Speak, speaking of Kyle, did you see uh did you see the guy for uh St. Peter's? The one white guy on St. Peter's that's a baller, he he says he doesn't eat sandwiches. Never had a sandwich in his life. Well, did you see that guy's mustache? Never eat sandwiches, but yeah, eat I get that, but never eaten one sandwich and I don't believe him. Diddy, you're just it's like you say chocolate. I even heard I even heard the argument on RBS because they were talking if a hot dog was a sandwich. What about a taco? And I was like, we've already had a taco. Jeez. All right. All right. I'm gonna let you guys say your piece about the Girl Scout cookies before we roll into our top three because we do have to quickly wind this down. Justin has some things to say about Girl Scout cookies. I bet he does. No. You want me to read them or? Or just post them up go, there. If you want to read them, go ahead. Yeah, I can't see them right now. Girl Scouts, uh, Girl Scout once stopped me at the grocery store and asked if I wanted some. I told them that I would eat the box in a half in a half hour, then come back, beat them up, <laughs> and take all their cookies. <laughs> the mom just laughed. <laughs> and, then, 
Yeah. Speaking of cookies, I'm doing the Air Force Marathon in Dayton in September. Could use some cookies around mile 16. There you go. There you go. Alone. If I okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Read the last one. Uh, we see what happened once he got a, got enough on own Girl Scout cookies. Oh, to buy his own Girl Scout cookies. Oh no, no, no. yeah, well, yeah. Well, then I'll buy my own Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> you know, to this house, right? <laughs> I even like. You know what the bad thing? I even like the shortbread ones. Yeah, all good. I don't know. I made a bad oh, one. Like I, it, you know, I'm not a fan. Like my wife is a fan of the Samoas, which is the coconut ones. I like the Samoas. Me she too. loves. Them. I'm so like, yeah, I'm not a fan of that, but I'll still eat that. Like it, it's not like I won't take it out. Like thin bits can just seriously thin bits can burn in hell. Oh, for all man. I care, like I. Sorry, got that's a lot of hate for a, got a lot of hate for a cookie. Well, I, I mean, can't hope, I don't think that. If you hear cookie, it's just give me more. You don't ask, well, what kind of cookie is it? It's just, I'll take them all. I understand that. They'll be like, hey, Jared, you want a thin bit? And I'll be like, I'm going to punch you in the face. I mean, are there any burgers that you don't like? I mean, are there french fries that you don't like that you want to nope. eat? And... Nope, just that. That's that's where I, I got along. All these years I've known you. I didn't know your hate for chocolate and mint. I just like even the chocolate chip mint ice cream. Nope. I just nope. That's not you know what? it has to do with the bit. I, I don't I had to look it up, but I, I think I want to try these adventure fools. What the hell yep. are those? That's I've, what I was gonna bring up. I think that's new. I've never had it, never heard of it. There's a new one? Yeah, there's a new one. Oh yep. shit. What is it? I had to look it up. It's called Adventure Fools. All right. That looks very interesting. It says it's like a brownie with caramel cream in the middle or something. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Look at look at that thing. That I looks know, pretty good. It looks like a, looks like a striped cookie or a tagalog. Yeah, I had a tagalog. Those are probably my favorites. The tagalongs. Oh, tagalongs are my favorites all day. Oh, the tree foils. That's another one. I just pop those things in my mouth like what are the tree foils? The tree foils. They look like little shortbreads. Yeah, yeah. Those That's guys what you're yeah, we talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, you like the dosy dos. The other ones with the peanut butter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dosy dos. Yeah. I like those. Them bits could die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to move on. All right, All right. we're done. And, you know, right. I'm sorry I got I'll angry, but down. you know, we got we got to get into our uh, top three, and then we got to finish yep. up the word of the day and the trivia. So, for you want to hit the sounder for the top three real quick? Yes, sir. All right, so for our top three this week, uh, the drummer from the Foo Fighters uh, passed away last week. Oliver Taylor Hawkins. Yes. And so, you know, we talk music a little bit on here. You know, kind of Foo Fighters grew up through our whole genre of us growing up. I mean, through high school. Well, for me, through high school. For you guys, it was like, what, sixth grade? Something like that? No, that was high school for me. Brian's a baby over there. Okay, cool. but I wanted to get your guys' top three uh, Foo Fighter songs, so I'll go first. Yeah, uh, my number three. Let me go first, huh? Let me go first because mine's kind of underwhelming. So I'll lead up to you guys because okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a phony and say like I know all these Foo Fighter songs, and I didn't want to Google a bunch of Foo Fighter songs and put it on my list. So my number three is. A wild space. 
give me a Foo Fighters song that didn't make your top three that you think is deserving. Us? Yeah. There's a lot of them. Okay. Did you about, have one uh, that... Go ahead. Well, how about you just give us your one that you liked? Okay, you well... One? I have two. And All right. The first one, number two is... I don't even know the name of the song, but it's Looking for the sky to save me. And it's where the, the music video where they're dressed up as fat oh, people on an airplane. Fly. Learn to fly. Learn to fly. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's my number two. Uh-huh. My number one isn't even really a Foo Fighters, but Dave Grohl is alongside the Zach Brown band for a great song called All All Right. So yeah. love that song. I'll attribute that to the Foo Fighters because Dave Grohl's in it. So that's my number one. Very nice. All right. See, I'm kind of like you, Big Bright. I, I, I love songs. I love listening to songs. Um, I don't ever know like who the bands are. I don't know the names of the drummers or the you know uh, lead singers, anything like that. I know when I listen to songs, I like the song, and that's about it. So I did. I had to Google and stuff like that, and I even had to kind of look up the lyrics just to make sure it was a song that I was thinking of. Well, my number three. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's uh, all right. I'm, I'm horrible. Uh, my number three is uh, Everlong. It was out on uh, Color and Shape uh, in 97. Uh, number two was Learn to Fly uh, from There's Nothing Left to Lose in 99. And uh-huh. my number one was My Hero. Uh, there Goes My Hero. Um, and that was from 97 as well, the Color and yep. Shape. That's a good so, song. Yeah. All right, so my number three is Monkey Rich. And I just that song mostly gets on. I just get kind of all sorts of amped up. Going with a uh, newer song of theirs, The Sky is a Neighborhood. Me and the kids love that song. We used to jam out that song in the car and they would just be back their head back into the back. But my number one, and it was a turn of the time, you know, especially in high school with varsity blues, everything else, my hero. Like all I could think of is nice. Doss's Creek and hearing that song come on and just like what that meant to that movie was just unreal what it meant to the movie, especially the way it was played. So that's one of my top ones is my hero. So we will transition over into Bry's trivia question and then we will finish yep. up with my Vinny's word of the day. You know, really quickly too though, there's one thing that I always think of whenever I hear about the band Foo Fighters and uh, I guess there's always kind of a big meme kind of thing out there uh, was Christopher Walken when he went ahead and introduced them on Saturday Night Live. I think it was. And just the way he, he said the band's name was just like hysterical. <laughs> and it was just kind of like uh, the Foo Fighters. And it was just it was priceless. <laughs> you I can absolutely it. loved it. You could do that accent, but you can't do well, the band. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shitting me right well, now? Well, I don't know. Right. Right. I, just, I tried it. It's not like I practiced it or anything. Uh, and Justin chimed in whipped cream bikini. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So, all right. Back to the show. <laughs> all right, Bryce. So you want me to name two quarterbacks, not including Tom Brady, that are in the top 10 in passing yards? 
best in yards the for their career. Active. For their career. All right. So first off, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. That's the that's the that's the home run right there. Now here's mm-hmm. where the question is. I'm going to go with, and I'm probably wrong on this. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. You are correct on that. Yes. Wow. Who was the other guy you were thinking about? Matthew Stafford was the other one I was thinking about. Okay. Nice. But I figured Matt Ryan had a lot of years where he had over like four or 5,000 yard passing. It was like, so, yeah, that's believe, why. I believe, it believe it or not, Matt Ryan has more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. you figure Rodgers didn't start the first three, four years of his career with far oh, there. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah, I think I think Matt Ryan's about eighth, and Rodgers is like tenth or something. All right, Vinny, we are quickly going into Micah's Vinny's word of the day. All right, let's see if I still got it. If I hit the button. Ostensible. Ostensible. You want the definitions again, or are you ready to just answer? I'm ready to just answer because no matter what happens, I'm going to screw it up. So <laughs> I'm going to go with B. Okay. I was between B and D, so to be different, I'll go with D. Maybe one of us will go get it right. And uh, this week, yes, Big Bry, in fact, got it right. That a boy, Big Bry. D. Said to be true, but very possibly not true. All right, that a boy, big fella. All right, so we are here at the other show. All right, guys, thank you guys so much for chiming in, laughing with us, letting Brian get his big take in, and let me complain about Girl Scout cookies because I'm too fat and I want more. Um, please make sure to tune in next Tuesday at 6 p.m. We will have Samantha Roberts from 19 Action News, meteorologist, on with us. We're going to have a blast with her. Talk some bourbon, talk some sports, talk some puppies. We'll see what we get into with her. And other than that, that's kind of what we got for the end of the show. So, Big Bry, you and God bless him. Yes, sir. God bless you. God bless America. All right. And there he goes. Thank you, sir. Vinny, tell him good night. Hey, have a great night, everybody. All right. I am that fat guy. Thank you guys for watching. We support our troops and our first responders, everything they do. Uh, Can't thank them enough for what they do for us every day. And... On that note, we are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we're out. Thank you guys for watching. Ostensible.